Welcome, everyone, to Off the Cuff. I am Adam Banks. <clears throat> Thank you for listening to the show. That was Dr. Dre. I had to play some Dr. Dre with Steel Dre. That was 2001 when that came out. It's one of the best uh, rap songs in the uh, 2000 decade. But over a decade ago. Over a decade ago, Does that make Josh. you feel a little old? Absolutely. Yes. But uh, Josh Brown is here with me, <laughs> as you have already heard. Josh... You know, there's a lot of thing, a lot of things been happening in the, in the world. So I wanted to um, blow your mind with a story, a breaking. I remember you mentioning that new story. I wanted to um, tell you about what's going on. And the name of the town is Batesville, Indiana. Okay, have you ever been to I'm part of that? Have you ever been to Indiana? Yes. Yeah, it's a quiet town. Reasons. It's a quiet town for many reasons. Yes. Okay, it's a quiet town. There's there's some cool parts. I've been there for NBA playoff games. Yeah, oh, have you ever just, town. have you ever just been out in the country though, like of Indiana? No, I haven't enjoyed the countryside. Okay, well, this Indiana. is the countryside of Indiana. Okay? okay. Batesville, Indiana Mayor Richard Felderman was uh, arrested. Because he picked up a prostitute. Well, it turned out to be a male. He was uh, having sex with this male in Indiana. And uh, the the male was charging him big money, okay? He was charging him big money. And (laughs) he was charging him. You know, he was charging him big money to sleep with him. Okay. And uh, the guy found out that he was doing the mayor. He was banging the mayor. He found that out. And uh, so he started charging him more money. So he was framing the mayor. He was like uh, framing the mayor, like saying, "If you don't pay me this, this I want to tell you." And this happened in Batesville, Indiana. Well, anyway, anyway. So the mayor finally uh, says, "You know what? I'm not going to pay any more money." And he confesses, and they find out. You know, it's exposed and everything. It's exposed, like the mayor's exposed. But what dropped? What the real bombshell is the guy he had been sleeping with. Just announced that he has he had been HIV positive for ten years. So the mayor of Batesville, Indiana, is now tested positive for HIV. So yeah, so that's that's happening in the uh, in the in Batesville, Indiana. Has his wife been interviewed since, or does he have a wife? I have no idea. I don't know. That that's a good question. That's that's a little deep. But the guy's name was uh, Randy Will Stevens. Was the guy who uh, was the prostitute and the one who gave him HIV? So he had known about his status. So that guy's being charged, and the mayor's just being charged for prostitution. But the mayor—I don't know if he's going to step down. But you know, it's just really sucky that he contracted HIV. Do you agree? Oh yeah, it's like—I mean, and the whole world knows about it. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's really unfortunate. I mean, that's a. Disease, it's very hard to get rid of. Yeah. You know, Magic Johnson's got it. Yeah, we always like to touch on Magic. Yeah, we always like to touch on, Ma- uh, touch on Magic, man. He's one of the greatest NBA players of all time, man. He contracted HIV positive yes, in 1991. I, I remember. Was it 1991? I think my magazine says 1991. Yeah. I, I had that magazine. He contracted that man, and uh, he's been a spokesman for it. But, you know, Magic had HIV, and so does now the mayor of... Um, Batesville, oh, Indiana. Yes. What's well, Magic's gotten rid of it, though, right? Well, no. He no longer tests positive. He no longer right? tests tests positive because his viral loads are not testing uh, for the HIV. It's just not showing up. But he's it's still dormant in his system. Yes. I wouldn't agree. Okay. I, I wouldn't be like I don't know. I I would still feel a little weird around Magic. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like I, I would still like talk to him, shake his hand and stuff. But I don't know. Wouldn't you or no? I'd be okay around him. You'd be yeah. okay with it? Would yeah. you hug him if he was sweating? 
Would you touch? No, I'm asking you. Like, would you hug him if he was sweat? No, that's what I'm saying. Like, I would be comfortable like chilling with him. But sure, I mean, you I'll... would hug him if he was sweating. Like, you would like give him a deep hug. Oh, <laughs> not a deep. And like, the, and like the sweat. It'd be a quick one. Yeah, yeah, it'd be a quick one. Okay. Oh yeah. Well, anyway, like, what if you had failed and you'd roll around, you cut all over? Would you still hug him? Okay, that's all I'm trying oh, to say. No. But anyway, I just wanted to drop and blow your mind with that story. But anyway, switching gears here to what's been going on in the media, Josh. Uh, saw this article on Kentucky Sports Radio source. Uh, John Calipari, <laughs> yes, has apparently been accused of cheating by Mick Cronin. Yes, who is Mick Cronin? Let, let's tell our listeners. About Mick Cronin that. is the head coach of Cincinnati. And you know, Mick Cronin's been sick. He's been out for a while. Uh, he hasn't been making the NCAA tournament, so he, no, he's, a he's been upset out for a while. He's Cal. been sick. He he set out the whole season. Oh so, wow! That's yeah, yeah so, so now he's talking trash. He's talking trash. I guess sitting out on the sidelines. What did Cal have to say about that? Well, Cal said, he said, I don't have to cheat. I, if I want your players, I can get them. Don't worry about it. Even on the last day, you recruit them all your life, and I will take him. He yeah, said. that's what he said. <laughs> I mean, I respect what a that. You know, statement. If anybody is going to talk crap to me, I'm going to talk back. Because if you're not, you're just being a little just pansy. Wouldn't you say? Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right, you got a rebuttal, and that was Cal's rebuttal for him saying, well, you're a cheater. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm afraid of you. Yeah, that's what that means, right? Yeah, Cal's not afraid, man. But Cal, exactly, he rebuttaled, and that's what you know the Cincinnati coach Mick was saying, basically in his quote. Yeah, I underestimated you, and you took my player. Yeah, well, yeah, the player was Marcus Teague. Mick yes. Cronin really wanted Marcus Teague, and Cal and was like, what you know do what? With him? I think Cal like the last few days before it was uh, recruiting was over, he was just like, you know what? I want Marcus Teague, and he went and. Got him. And we got Marcus T, and we won the national championship That's right. in 2012. Yes. What a Cal's year. third year. UK, do you think they're chasing their uh, not title this season? I'd like to see it. I think we'll make a deep run, but arguably... Cal said this, Josh. Let me drop this. And Cal don't just say things to say things. He said this year right here, he said this is going to be his best team he's ever had. This Is this recent, this obviously? Is, no. Cal said this is the best recruiting. When did he, say this? he said this is the best recruiting class I've ever had. He said this about a month ago. Okay, he's ready, man. Have you not seen the roster? Yeah, I mean, I, I've seen it. Yeah, it looks great. Yeah, we we got we've got. Getting, we're still adding to it. Did we add that guy from overseas recently? We're going to be adding a lot more to it. You know, we're going to be adding still a lot growing. More yeah, UK is going to. It's going to be a beast year for him, dude. I think 2016 is going to be the year Kentucky is going to win. Hopefully. I really do. Well, speaking of uh, Kentucky, though, you know, we're living in Lexington. We are. And what's going on? And uh, it's been um, a move-in day, dude. Oh, it's busy, isn't it? Yes. The streets are annoying. Move-in day colleges are, everybody's moving back. Did I remember how exciting it was when I first moved into my college dorm? 18 years old, dude. Young, dude. I was looking good. I had my, like, college shirt on. You know, I was real concerned about like my you know because you're 18 you're trying to impress like everybody dude i was freaking scared never stayed really away from home a long time but it was exciting i was excited to do it man i like i remember moving in dude and just being alone the first time dude i partied you hear me i partied and i remember dude when i got home when i got home i drew a big cock on my ra's door and uh he knocked on everybody's door he woke everybody up at 3 30 in the morning he was like he brings everybody like to the uh, hall and he goes okay 
who drew the cock on my board. <laughs> and I was weak, bro. I was so weak. I was just like, oh my god, I was done, dude. I was, oh, it was, college was awesome. That was move-in day for me, man. Did you ever experience a move-in day? Oh, yeah. Um, unfortunately, it wasn't until I was like 20, 21. Wow, what kept you uh, from doing it at 18? What kept you from doing it? Oh, I had to help pay for it. So Yeah, but what kept I, you I had to from get a job. What kept you from getting loans? <laughs> <laughs> I guess, you know, money was tight. Well, so we, I, mean, I had to get a job so I could live a mile. So anyway, I got a job when I was around 20, 21 years old at the Marriott. Or a good enough job. Anyway, I had to get a good enough job. I didn't have a good enough job. So, yeah, about 21. Yeah, almost 21. I was 20. Got a job with Mary. I moved on Woodland. And uh, one of the first days we lived there, yeah, we partied real hard. And we tried to smash a TV with a paint bucket. And the paint bucket went everywhere outside on our neighbor's back door. <laughs> and we, like, left them a note not to call the landlord. Oh, my gosh. And they did anyway, of course. Yeah. And freaked out. And we were like, we're going to clean it up, but yeah, that, remember, that was my moving day. Do you remember that feeling, though, like when you first like moved out like on your own? Oh, it was great. Like that first Freedom. night. That, yeah, like that first night. The first night, like you like are in your own place and you don't have like your parents. Like mm-hmm. I remember like being young like that and like I'll be like, oh, wow. Like it was almost scary, man, because I was out all the time in college. Like I just, it was just, you never put... <laughs> 18-year-olds living on their own in college yeah. and thousands of people your own age around, surrounding you. It was crazy, dude. I mean, there are experiences. And, you know, my little brother's 18. He starts college tomorrow on Monday, his first day of college. My brother Dylan, he's 18, yes. his first That's day of crazy, college. That's crazy, isn't it? Think about crazy. that. Crazy, but I hate it because he is going to community college. He's not moving into a dorm. And I always want to, like, tell him stuff to be like, man, experience the dorm life. Experience experience campus. Dude, that's what you experience. Do something yeah. crazy. Just do it all, man. Get in there and find something. Join a fraternity. If not, join the band. If not, like, join the speech club. Do something in college, man, because, like, you're around so many people, dude. It's like your own age, and it's just... It's a once-in-a-lifetime experience. College was is. the best. When, when we won the championship, I was on campus. I uh, lived on campus. It was great. I so, was yeah. I was actually out of college when we won the championship. I was graduated. Gosh, I've been out of college for a long time. I'm 27. Let's not talk about that. Though. I am, like, getting... <laughs> think about that too much. I know. Well, you know, it don't bother me. I think it's there a blessing. Go. I think it's a blessing. Good. Every year that you get older is a blessing because some people die at 19, 20, 21. It's sad. It is. You know, so every year that we get older, we're experiencing more. Yeah. And we grow. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank you for listening to the show. A little sentimental there at the end. Yeah, a little sentimental. Josh, I want to thank you for uh, joining me. It was a pleasure having you again on another, like, off-the-cuff regular podcast. Yes. I feel like we're uh, it's growing and it's doing better. Yeah, it is. It is. It is. It is. Uh, the audience, I'm trying to figure out how they're responding to you right now. Because yeah. I really looked at the That's demographics tough. yet. So. We'll look into that next time. Yep. All right. Well, see you later, everybody.